to Activity Quest. It's officially the summer break across Britain. The sun is out, schools are out, and this is the podcast that's going to help you make the most of it. In fact, it's such a big moment that we're calling this a brand new season. So I guess, welcome to season five. You heard me, five. Now, every episode of Activity Quest is packed with stuff to do. And in this one, I visit Sea Life in Birmingham. Sean is chatting to the guys at Monkey Forest. We've got a very special summer challenge from author Matt Haig and a whole list of events from across the country. Episodes of Activity Quest always start with a fun kids presenter getting out and about and discovering what's happening near you. A few weeks ago, you'll have heard Adam at Sea Life in London. Well, I visited the Sea Life Centre in Birmingham recently to take a look around. So, I don't know if you've ever been to Birmingham before, but I'm here right now in the city centre next to one of the lovely canals and I'm about to go into the Sea Life Centre. Maybe you can hear the slight distant tinkle of music in the background welcoming me in to go and see penguins and fish and squid and octopuses. I can't wait. Let's go for it. Okay, so I'm just walking into the very beginning of Sea Life Centre right now. There's a sign that says, Welcome to Antarctica. And it says, The Frozen Desert. I'd forgotten Antarctica is a desert. And around the corner, oh my goodness, I can already see some waddling penguins. Some penguins are waddling up towards me, looking at the glass. And I cannot wait to go and wave at them. My name's Johnny. I am the head of the animal team here at the National Sea Life Centre in Birmingham. So we're one of the biggest um, public aquariums in the country. And we have about 3,500 different animals here that we look after. And you can come along and see really get immersed in sort of uh, the marine environment and also learn a load of cool stuff as you go around and have a fun day now what is your favorite animal in here because there's quite a few i can't have favorites i'm not allowed favorites i love them all equally but if i had to choose i mean we have um the uk's only sea otters here which are incredible animals and that's been one of my main projects for the past few years is actually getting those over from america they're a pair of rescued sea otters uh, that unfortunately could not go back into the wild because they had health problems and there's literally no home for them so we built a home here um for life for them uh, which is really cool so they're probably my favorites if i'm being honest so what how do you build a home for a sea otter in the middle of birmingham <laughs> yeah really good question um so it took an army of people from architects engineers uh, myself as like biologists and um all those sort of things and it took us about three years um from start to finish the whole project um and then we also had to work with our partners in alaska because like i say they're the only ones in the country we've never had them before and although i've worked in zoos and aquariums for about 20 years uh, i've never worked with the sea otters so we had to go and learn how to look after them and all their needs and things like that so yeah it was a really long project but really fun and um we were really excited when we got them here eventually Okay, I'm leaving the penguins and I'm walking past a damselfish, a blue damselfish to be precise, um, in a kind of tank that looks like it's been shipwrecked from a pirate ship about a thousand years ago. Um, well, maybe not a thousand years, pirates weren't around then, but you get the idea. Anyway, I'm walking around and I'm going to walk up through a load of other fish uh, as if they're in the coast. They feel like they're kind of in the middle of some rocks and I can see a load of amazing multicoloured coral and fish swimming around it. Now, this is incredible. Um, I can see here there's a fox-faced rabbit fish. Never heard of it. A purple tang, a pink tail trigger, a clown chorus. I feel like they've made these names up. But you know what? They know more than I do about fish. So I should probably trust them here at Sea Life. 
Okay, I had to record this. I'm about to go under a piranha tunnel. Oh my goodness. I'm walking through this tunnel. Uh, well, I'm actually on my knees because uh, it's meant for kids. And there are loads of piranhas above me. Oh my goodness. Okay, I better get out as quickly as I possibly can. Ooh. So tell me, when you walk through the doors of the Sea Life Centre, what, do, what do you see when you walk around first? The building itself. Uh, let's start there. I mean, it's a really cool building and it's actually from the air designed to look like a stingray. So that was what the architect wanted. Yeah, I only found that out recently. So that's a cool fact. Um, so that's why it's a weird shape. But you can see here, it's very open. We're over three floors, but we call this the atrium, and this is the bit where you come in. Um, and you can start your journey here, and you go through, and the first animals we meet are our penguins, uh, which are a, a colony of Gentoo penguins from the Antarctic. Very cool animals. Uh, our group, are all, they're all captive-bred animals on a breeding program, so we do a lot of good work with other people around the world. Um, and then you can kind of carry on, um, and we the journey goes from the shallow seas uh, all the way through to some freshwater stuff. You can meet some turtles and uh, some piranha, which are really cool in our little um, tunnel tank. Um, up through the sea otters and then through our jellyfish exhibit and down into our main ocean tank. And that's the coolest bit for me, actually, is the, the ocean tank. Um, it's about a million litres of water. It's all natural seawater that we get tankered in once a week. We have uh, fresh water from the south coast. Um, coming in and we've got loads of different sharks and our resident turtle Mo who's uh, a fun guy to work with he's a bit of a grumpy old fellow he's about as old as me now um, but then we've got the UK's only not only sea otters but um, a 360 degree tunnel that you walk through so it's like a tube so you can really immerse yourself in the ocean and walk through this cool tube with all fish swimming around here we go I'm about to walk through the ocean tunnel that I've heard so much about and as I step into it there is a big vat of water above me and around me and there are sharks and fish and stingrays swimming all above my head it's amazing and I am walking into the jellyfish area and I've just remembered I am actually uh, quite scared of jellyfish not a big fan of them at all didn't see the otters by the way the otters were hiding away having their dinner so sadly um, the, the couple of otters didn't um, didn't get to meet Big Bex but that's a shame but you know what it's okay I'll try now and face my fear of jellyfish I'm already walking past one of them and they, they almost look like rocks they're like flat <gasps> tiny jellyfish these look like they would be Doctor Who villains like really small see-through translucent jellyfish and there's lights changing in the background as well which makes them even creepier oh my goodness apparently they're called Aurelia Odita or moon jellyfish yeah moon jellyfish more like freaky jellyfish all of us are very experienced very trained there's only well there's nine of us on the animal care team so you know if you if you balance that out it's still it's a very busy job um things like our sea otter pair they take uh, one person all day that's all they do all day is sea otters because they've got a really high metabolism so they eat five times a day so their food prep alone takes all day um but yeah there's nine of us we're all biologists by trade most of us have degrees um, we've all got a lot of experience working with animals throughout so there's a lot of science in it now and people think we just sort of sprinkle flake food around but it's what my nan thinks i do <laughs> but uh, there's a lot more to it i mean most of us are qualified divers so we get in the tanks and clean the tanks out and um yeah, it's very uh, it's a very multi-skilled job from engineer to biologist, I think. So yeah. 
I also enjoy the fact that the animals seem to have like personal chefs, uh, uh, yeah. private cleaners. This is this is this is good treatment. Yeah, they're very well looked after. I mean, especially the we do a lot of stuff called enrichment, which is um, basically encouraging natural behaviours in animals because we don't want to keep them in a box. You know, we want to give them the best life that we possibly can, and they all have a wonderful life. But um, things like enrichment we use for our octopus, giant Pacific octopus. We give her puzzles every day, so she has to work out how to get her food. So they, they don't get fat and lazy. They don't just you know get food thrown at them. They have to work for their food as well. Same with the otters. They have lots of different toys, um, which they have to forage and display all their natural behaviours um, to actually bring that out. And it's great for the public to see as well when we're doing those sort of things. So what top tip or what one thing do you have for them to look out for that nobody else will realise? Oh, gosh, that's a really good question. I don't know. There's so much going on in every single tank. I think my advice is don't just walk past if you immediately don't see something. Take your time, have a little look, and just ask one of us, you know, if you've got any questions or anything like that. Um, but, you know, the moray, in our big tank, you can see the big cylinder tank as you come in there. A lot of people miss, one of my favourites is the moray eel, and he lives in one of the holes there. So I think if you're, if you're coming around, keep your eye out for him. He's very cool. So that's it for my time at the Sea Life Centre in Birmingham. Oh my goodness, I had a whale of a time. <laughs> and it was so much fun. There's so much to see, so much to do. Uh, lots of bright colours, lots of brilliant fish and sharks and stingrays. And of course, I loved seeing the otters and the penguins as well. I had such a fun time. Uh, definitely would recommend it. If you love the song Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid, or if you just love... I mean, awesome days out, or nice fish, or just having a good time. This is the place to come, National Sea Life Centre in Birmingham. All right, we're back in the studio. Uh, there are sea life venues across the world, but several in the UK especially, including London, Birmingham, Brighton, Blackpool, Manchester and more. Visit sealife.com is the best place to find a venue near you. And remember, book in advance. Also, whatever you get up to, whether it's wandering around an aquarium or something else entirely, we want to know. You can leave us a five-star review wherever it is you're listening to this or get in touch at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. It's especially important this summer because we want to know what you're up to, no matter where you are or what you're doing. Funkidslive.com slash activityquest is the place to get in touch with us. Tell us about your trip out, something near you, or just a cool thing that you think we might like. All right, here's what else is happening across the UK. If you're after some festival atmosphere, the Big Farm Sleepover, it's happening at Godston Farm in Surrey on the 6th to the 8th of August. You can play in special themed areas and you've got to toast the marshmallows and make some s'mores on the campfire. Every morning you can wake up and you can shake up as well before a day on the farm, starting with collecting eggs for breakfast or meeting the farm's friendly mascots. Now it's three days, breakfast and dinner is on site. God godstonfarm.co.uk is the place to book. Also, you can immerse yourself in an endless labyrinth of light, colour and music at Colourscape. Now, this is an installation that tours all over the place and it can be found on Waddeston Lawns in Aylesbury in Buckinghamshire until the 8th of August. You can wander through 56 chambers. They're all linked together, filled with neon and pastel lights in some of the chambers as well. You can experience different music and dance performances performances each day. Just Google Colourscape to find out where you can spot it this summer. And remember, 
come on. Me and Bex, we are live on stage this summer, Friday, August the 27th, and we'll do the 28th from the Saturday as well. Some of your favourite fun kids shows live. We're doing Bookworms Live, all about the stories that you love, and you can come and check me out uh, with the Science Weekly Live, stuffed full of incredible experiments and daring stunts. Both of the shows are happening as part of the Underbelly Festival in London, and underbellyfestival.com is the place to book. Also, the Olympics are just around the corner, and Fun Kids, we've made our very own Tokyo Tracker. Head to the website, funkidslive.com. We've got it there. You can mark events that you've seen or might be interested in trying out yourself one day. It's so easy. You tick off the sports that you like, maybe ones that you want to try, and then you keep track of your favourite countries and how they're doing in the DIY medal table. The tracker's got dates of the opening and closing ceremonies as well, plus all of the names of the sports divided into groups and solos as well. And summer's about to get epic with Mega Magazine's Bumper Special. It's out this Wednesday. It comes with 14 amazing, awesome gifts. Uh, you can get some of them. You've got a jungle squirter in there, a dino maze game, Mario stickers, a basketball yo-yo, frisbee, ghost slime, and loads more. And if you fancy a challenge for the summer holidays, we've got 30, 30 of the best for you and your crew to take on and smash this summer. Plus, if you think you know everything there is to know about Spider-Man, it's time to think again. You can discover 10 facts, stuff you didn't know about Spidey, then awaken the force in you too to take on the mega quiz of Star Wars. All this and so much more for a summer like no other. Don't miss this sick summer special of Mega Magazine. It's out Wednesday. Remember to check before you travel and book in advance where you can. And whatever you do, tell them Activity Quest sent you. All right, now it's time for something really exciting. We've been asking famous people to set challenges for you to complete this summer. And the first one is here. The Bunkers Summer Challenge. Hello, I'm Matt Haig. I'm a writer. I've written lots of books. Um, some of them you may have heard of. I wrote A Boy Called Christmas, The Girl Who Saved Christmas, Father Christmas and Me, and lots of other non-Christmassy related stuff too. Um, okay, so for your summer holiday challenge, I thought it would be fun if you could write a story, but not just any old normal story. I want you to write a story with absolutely no zero human beings in it at all. So you've got to write a story. It can be as long or as short as you want with no human beings at all. Okay, happy writing. Oh, thank you to Matt Haig. He is a friend of Fun Kids indeed. Uh, what a brilliant challenge. And if you want to send us your story, well, you know the place to do that, funkidslive.com slash activity quest, and we'll mention our favourites next week. Remember his rule, though, no people allowed. In fact, if you want some inspiration for your animal-themed story, you might quite like this next bit. Sean caught up with the team at Monkey Forest in Trentham. It's a great day out for all the family, filled with talks and picnic spots. So let's find out how they got on. It's Sean. We're on Activity Quest and we're very lucky today because we are joined by Lisa, bringing us good tidings and great news from Monkey Forest. It's quite uh, lots of exciting things have been happening down there. Indeed, yes. It's a, it's a great time of the year to be at Monkey Forest. Yes, and I'm sure I'll be able to tell you all about it. <laughs> I've heard on the grapevine, which is I think is one, always one of the most exciting things that happens in any kind of 
of uh, animal-based place like a zoo, is that you've got some new baby monkeys. We have, yes, yes, we've got some new babies. So as I said, right about now in um, spring and early summer is actually um, it's baby season. So the Barbara cats <laughs> that live here, yeah, Barbara macaques that live here, they are very strictly seasonal breeders. So yes, spring and early summer is, is about the right time. And yeah, at the minute we've got seven little babies. So is that is All that around? Is that does that happen every single spring and summer? Some some new arrivals turn up at the monkey forest. It does, yeah, yeah. So they don't they don't have babies throughout the year. They literally everyone breeds at the same time. Um, it's an adaptation actually from from living in the wild. So that a bit like when our lambs are born in spring over here. So yeah, um, every spring and summer. And this year we've had a, a bumper number. We've had seven so far. We've actually got still still a few females that we're waiting for that um, could be due as well. So that's excellent. Like, so even if you're listening to this podcast in the future and still thinking of stuff to do, if it's spring or summertime, chances are there's going to be some new baby monkeys. What else is going on at the monkey forest? So, yeah, what's going on at the minute, obviously. We, uh, the, the biggest news of the year, as you say, is, is babies being born. So we've got uh, still a couple left of those to go. Um, and then we've actually just had a brand new play area that's built. It's actually, it's primate themed. So each piece of equipment that we've got oh, nice. is designed, yeah, it's designed to replicate a primate behaviour um, so we've got all sorts of stuff going on down there and it's it's really really fun it's been a little while um, to get ready and to come to us but we're finally open now um, and yeah visitors young and old I won't uh, I won't discriminate against the uh, the older generation <laughs> but they're certainly young and old get to go and have a go on Hanley area so yeah so- it's, uh, it's primate themed and each one is linked to something that a primate does so once you've seen the monkeys, you can then just live the monkey life yourself. <laughs> That's exactly the case, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and just finally, sir, if we were going to plan on uh, visiting Monkey Forest, how would we go about getting tickets and where are we going? What's the crack Wonderful. with that? So we are, um, we are currently advising that you buy your tickets online in advance. Um, obviously, with all the new restrictions that are starting to ease a little bit now, um, we do just recommend that you, you do book in advance because especially for the weekends the holidays we do tend to book up fairly quickly at the moment we are trying to relax um, measures as obviously as, as the government does as well so at the moment we've got restrictions on numbers in place we are hoping that we can ease those restrictions um, but yeah at the moment we are booking up quite fast on the weekends so we always recommend that you book in advance online and have your tickets ready so you can get in sort of fairly soon as soon as you get to, um, as soon as you get to the kiosks you can find all our information ticket price when we're open on, on our website um, and you can uh, just to say buy your tickets from there um, and then also we've got um yeah we've got summer holidays coming up so we'll be open uh, throughout the month of august from 10 till 6 every day um, at the moment we're open 10 till 5 um, and the kiosk just to note the kiosk closes an hour before so it still gives chance for our visitors um, to be able to come through so you can find us we're fairly easy to find actually um so we're junction 15 off the m off the m6 so quite central in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the country we're in stoke-on-trent so some really good access links to us um, and we do have lots of visitors from all over the country um, that do come down to us and yeah we're a, a 60 acre 60 acre ancient woodland and I mean what could be better than that a beautiful old English woodland with monkeys in it <laughs> couldn't be better really <laughs> that is ideal isn't it that is ideal Lisa thank you so much for joining us on Activity Quest 
and make sure you go and check out Monkey Forest. Thank you to Sean and thank you to Lisa too. All right, you've had your lot. We've given you lots of stuff to do and now it's your turn to actually do it. Remember, there are loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to anytime you like. If you're after more suggestions, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode that you fancy. Whatever you do and however you do it, tell us at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. And remember to rate, review and follow this podcast wherever it is you're listening to it. If you've got a venue that you think would be perfect for us, activityquest at funkidslive.com is the place to say. I'm Bex and this has been a podcast for the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app and on your smart speaker. Just say play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. Next week, we're chatting to an adventurer about girl guiding. Richard, Sutty, Sweep and Sue are setting you a summer challenge. And we've got more that you can do from across the UK. Welcome to summer. The Space Programme is a Baffle Gab production for the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. You can listen to Fun Kids all day on your DAB digital radio, on your smart speaker by saying play Fun Kids and on the free Fun Kids mobile app. You can also listen online and play loads of games, quizzes, as well as find out the latest news at funkidslive.com.